Hello, today is the 2nd of May, 2021, and it is the fourth Sunday after Easter. Uh, I would invite you to pray now, the collect, pray with me now, the collect appointed for today. Almighty God, who alone canst order the unruly wills and affections of sinful men, grant unto thy people that they may love the thing which thou commandest, and desire that which thou dost promise that so among the sundry and manifold changes of the world, our hearts may surely there be fixed, where true joys are to be found, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, in this collect, we acknowledge that God alone can order our unruly wills and affections. Uh, Because of the fall, we are uh, disordered. We are out of order. We are uh, incapable of pleasing and honoring God. And so it is only through the radical uh, change that comes about uh, through the ministry of the Holy Spirit and through conversion and regeneration and literally uh, being raised to a new life that we are able to reorder our wills and affections. And that, so we acknowledge that and then we ask that God would grant unto us, his people, and to the church, that we may love the thing which God commands. We ask that God would reorder our hearts so that we love his commandments and that we desire his promises. And so among the sundry and manifold changes of the world, and certainly as I record this, it is 2021, uh, the past year has uh, shown us how true, truly, uh, how true it is that there are sundry, that there are various and manifold uh, massive changes of the world. But we ask that in the midst of that, our hearts would be fixed where true joys are to be found. And that is not in this world, but in our Lord and in his word and trusting and depending upon him and relying upon him. The epistle appointed for today is found in the Gospel of St. James, the first chapter, beginning at the 17th verse. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Know this, my beloved brethren, our brothers. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of God does not produce the righteousness of God. The anger of men, excuse me, does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. Here endeth the lesson. Well, James reminds his readers or points out to his readers that every good and every perfect gift comes from above and it comes from God, the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. You know, people are fickle. Um, I have experienced that in my life where my, uh, my, my tastes change, my desires change. Um, and I'm sure you have as well, but God does not change. He is immutable. 
Uh, he does not change. He is changeless. Cha- changeless. And so because of that, we can trust in him that he is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And indeed that uh, there isn't this variation or shadow due to change. God's not going to all of a sudden change his mind capriciously. And so St. James notes of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth. We're regenerated by the word and, and by hearing the word and believing the word and trusting in the word incarnate, Jesus Christ. And, and so that we may be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. The radical change that takes place in us in regeneration and sanctification is a kind of first fruits of the um, uh, of what will the entire world will be uh, renewed at God's coming. Now, he'll come in judgment, but there will be a new heavens and a new earth. Know this, my beloved brothers: let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Well, how many times is it that we are quick to speak, or, or excuse me, that we're slow to hear, quick to speak, and slow to and quick to anger? Well, if we're honest with ourselves, that takes place far too often. Most of us need to really work at becoming better listeners. That's something I know in my life that I've uh, tried to concentrate on. Uh, I, I am by nature an extrovert. That is a blessing. It's also a curse. Um, it's a blessing in that I mix well with others, and that's good. But it can be a curse because I, sometimes I need to just slow down and, and listen. Uh, also, often, uh, being quick to speak will get you in trouble. And also being quick to anger. Oh, sometimes we, if we're not careful, we want to we, we want to stir ourselves up into a good lather and get and and get fired up. Well, that's Saint James tells us that our anger doesn't produce the righteousness of God. Much as we might think it uh, it would, there is a kind of righteous anger. I'm not at all saying we should never be angry. When God is offended, when we see injustice, uh, we should be angry. But we should never just think, well, our feeling passionately about something is going to somehow produce the righteousness of God. I can assure you it will not. So St. James says, to put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness, receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save our souls. We are to put off the old man and to put on the new. And when God's word is implanted into our hearts, when we hear it, when we receive it, when we uh, inwardly digest it, then God can do great things. And he alone is able to save our souls. The gospel pointed for today is found in St. John's Gospel. The 16th chapter, beginning at the 5th verse. But now I am going to him who sent me, and none of you ask me where you are going. But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. 
Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment, concerning sin because they do not believe in me, concerning righteousness because I go to the Father. And you will see me no longer concerning judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. A little while and you will see me no more. Excuse me. I have things to to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. Well, Jesus begins by uh, this passage by saying that he will uh, go away to him who sent him, his, his Father in heaven, and none of you ask me where are you going. Well, it's interesting that Jesus says that because in the 13th chapter of John, he was asked that um, by Peter. And then in the 14th chapter, he's asked that again. But he, he, so he actually had been asked that. But he had not been asked it both times when he was asked that. Um, by Philip the the second time both times that he was asked that he was not asked that because of uh, an earnest desire to to know God better or to understand where he was going it was it was more where where are you going where, where are you leaving us for the the emphasis was wrong as it were but because I've said these things do you sorrow who's filled your heart he he acknowledges that indeed sorrow had filled his heart excuse me it was Thomas in the uh, 14th chapter not Philip sorry but he says both both of the times that he, he does this, he says, you know, sorrow has filled your heart. But he says it's to our advantage, it's to the advantage of his church that he goes, for if he does not go away, the helper will not come to him. Now, who is the helper? Well, the helper is the Holy Spirit. And the Greek word there used for helper is paraclete, one who comes alongside, one who comforts, one who consoles, but also one who comes alongside and walks with. That is how the ministry of the Holy Spirit is described. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment concerning sin because they do not believe in me. 
concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you will see me no longer, concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. Without the Holy Spirit convicting them, the world will, we would not turn to Christ, and the world will um, also, likewise, our, our efforts and machinations are impotent uh, to, to communicate Christ to the world. Jesus said, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. It's interesting, most of the uh, New Testament is epistles and Acts and Revelation. And at that point, the disciples would have had trouble digesting uh, all of that. All of that teaching. But when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide them into the truth. He won't speak on his own authority, although he ontologically, in terms of his being, certainly could because he is the third person of the Trinity. But whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Spirit will minister to them in accordance with what Christ has revealed. The, the, the Trinity is, there is a unity there. And so uh, the persons of the Trinity don't get in conflict with one another. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine, therefore I said he will take what is mine and declare it to you. Again, this unity within the Trinity, within the persons of the Godhead. But the fact of the matter is, the important thing to remember is the Holy Spirit comes alongside and consoles us and guides us into greater understanding of Christ. Without the Holy Spirit empowering our understanding, well, we're, we're impotent. We're impotent to save ourselves. We're impotent to understand the truths of Christ. But thanks be to God that the Holy Spirit has come and has come alongside us and guides us and convicts us of our sin and draws us unto Christ. Thank you and God bless you.